Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode of Catch Your Word Wednesday. It is your host Shanice and I'm so excited about this episode. I am ready to go ahead and hop right into it, Father God. Thank you for just blessing me to be able to speak your word to those who are in need of a word, Father God. I pray, Lord God, that Holy Spirit speaks through me, O oh Father, and that you continue to guide my heart, my mind, and my spirit, Lord God, to do the work that you need to be done. In Jesus' name, amen. Y'all, this week has been a really good week. Um, I've been at peace this week. Things have just been going really good, and I'm very grateful for what God has done um, this week, or this past week, I shall say. Um, so I have been fasting with my brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, I am a part of this group. Um, it's a wise label um, group or chat that I am in, and the owner or the creator of the chat is Yanni Bratcher. She has her own brand called Wise Label. It's really great, um, and I'm very excited for her and what you know she is doing. And y'all, I really want to talk about how it is important to have or surround yourself with people who are on the same path as you um, and surround yourself with people who are going to uplift you, surround yourself with people who are going to be hold you accountable. I was about to say be honest, which is true, uh, but hold you accountable uh, to who you are, to who God created you to be. Um, and that's exactly what we did this past week. We fasted for a full seven days, uh, Sunday, which is today um is our last day and what we did was we did a liquid fast from the hours of 6 a.m to 6 p.m and um we fasted from social media and when i tell y'all it has been good it's been great we shared how our fasting was going we shared words of wisdom we shared there were different challenges that were thrown in um for us to do um we had zoom calls we even had a movie night like it was very very moving and i had i was telling them like i'm so glad that god brought us together and that we are able to come together and continue to push each other to seek god seek his face seek who he is and you know i was just telling them like i love y'all you know because it does take a lot to understand that you have to surround yourself with people who are on the same path as you you really really do um a lot of times we get in these spaces where we are no longer who we once were and we are seeking to find friends who are going to push you in the direction that god needs you to go in and that's exactly what we did and i'm just so excited about you know what we were talking about i know one of the questions was a deep question it was saying you know you know can can you still i think one of the questions i may word it wrong but it was saying something like um do you think that you can still function if your village is not as deep as you in your word or in their word or have a relationship with god and, you know, I answered, I said, of course, you can still have a village behind you that may not be as deep in, you know, the word or may have their relationship right with God. And the thing about it is like there, 
is no right relationship with God. It's your relationship with God. And then we were talking about how, you know, surround your friends. How, 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 what do you do when you have friends that are not on the same path as you or still living of the flesh? And one of the things that, and it's one of the things that I can say is that even though your friends may not be as deep as you are, or however their relationship with God is, their relationship with God is their relationship with God. However, you know, if you see that your friends are straying away, or if you see that your friends are not going the path that they need to go into to have the relationship with God that they need to have, it's okay to help them. But God does, you know, he does take people out of your life because there are going to be people that are going to wake up and understand, okay, I see her doing this. I see her doing that. I want to be like that, or I want to be like him, or I want to deepen my relationship with God just like they are. And you have to lead by example. But where I was going with it was that, you know, then there's going to be friends that are just living of the world and not helping you or guiding you or bringing anything to the table. And sometimes you do have to let them go. And I was talking about how letting go of some friends that may not be, I don't want to say, I'm going to put it like this, walking away from friends that do not help you grow spiritually, that do not help you grow spiritually, it hurts. It hurts very, very bad. It really does hurt because deep down you love that person. Deep down you want to help that person. But if that person is not seeking help and if that person is not uplifting in any kind of way, form, or fashion, if they're just living in the world and doing the things of the world, then you have to let them go and you have to allow them to see the truth in why you had to let them go. Does that mean God is going to take them out of your life forever? No. Sometimes God separates you from the ones that you love the most because it's either you need to work in your life or they need to work in their life. And, you know, I'm a true believer and I'm a firm believer in surrounding your people who are on the same path as you. And that's why I'm calling this episode Brothers and Sisters in Christ, because having a brother, having a sister in Christ is very important. Having a friend group or a group of people that pray with you, a group of people that read the word with you, a group of people that, you know, hold you accountable according to God's word and according to how God wants us to live and how we should live. That is very crucial because you can't do it by yourself. Yeah, at the end of the day, you know, we do say, you know, it's just me and God. But in reality, God puts people in your life to help you along the way and if you have friends that aren't seeking after the same thing as you lead by example I never encourage anybody to push God on nobody I encourage people to give your testimony tell somebody what did you go through how did God get you out or what has God done for you tell your testimony and I guarantee you your friends or somebody that you have come in contact with and you see that they need help 
that will give them a changed perspective. And if they see that you are praying, if they see that you are reading your word, if they see that you are, are going to church or joining a, a group at church, they're going to be like, hmm, how can I be like that? And it's not about them for us. It's not about them being like us. It's about them starting their relationship with God and doing the will of God. I don't want no credit and Lord, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't want no credit for doing. I don't want worldly credit for. I don't want nobody saying, oh, I really want to be like her. You know, I, I appreciate that and I admire that I really do. But if anything, my job here on earth is to help you get closer to God. So in the end, when that time comes, you have eternal life. You see the work God does in your life. You seek God's face and understand who he is, understand who you are, you know, for you understand who you are through him. But, you know, I don't want no credit in like, oh, I want to be just like, I I admire that. I'm grateful for that. You know, and if 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 somebody is inspiring to you and you and they are somebody that you look up to, that's great. But the end all the end all be all is getting that person to start or getting that person deeper in their relationship with God so they can be like Jesus, be more like Jesus. Um and yeah, so that's why I say, you know, surround yourself with people who are good for you and even in the bible um there are a couple verses i can throw out to you give me one second there are a couple verses i can throw out to you let's see all right yeah so we'll we'll say we'll start with first corinthians 15 it says do not be deceived bad company ruins good morals if you keep yourself around people who are continually to do bad you're going to catch on what they say birds of birds of a feather flock together if you surround yourself with people who are doing things that you know you shouldn't be doing you're gonna and if you don't have the good discernment you're gonna fall into what they are doing um proverbs 13 20 this is a good one whoever walks with the wise becomes wise but the companion of fools will suffer harm. That first one, whoever walks with the wise become wise. The disciples, the disciples was a strong friend group. Yes, they had their ups and downs and, you know, they, they had their disagreements, but they were walking together in wisdom and they became wise. That's why you have to surround yourself with people who are not only going to be there for you, but also give you the wisdom that you need. Um, let's see. Proverbs twenty-seven seventeen says, "Iron sharp, iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another." If I'm in my word and I'm sharing the word that I read to my friends, or you know, that's an iron sharpening iron. We have to sharpen each other, hold each other accountable. If I see my friend or if I see my brother and sisters in Christ doing something they don't have no business or sinning, I'm not going to judge them, but I'm going to remind them, hey, man, hey, 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 sis, you know, hey, bro, you know, let's pray. 
let's get you back on track. But if I sit up there and let them fall, what good does me letting them fall do? And some people may question, what if, what if, um, what if I keep telling my friend that, oh, they gonna this and they gonna that, or you know, what if I keep saying the same thing to my friend? They're just not changing. I used to be that way. I used to be a, the type of person to, man, I don't like telling people something more than once. Then God gives grace. So I learned to give grace. God gives us plenty of chances. Being human, we're like, man, I'm going to give you three, one, two, three strikes, you're out. You know, but I would just say, give that person grace. Give that person the wisdom that they need. Help them. Don't sit up there. Well, I keep telling them this, that, and the third, so I'm going to let them suffer. That's not the godly way of doing things. That's not the righteous way of doing things. If you see your brother or sister falling, speak wisdom and encourage them. And every now and then, check up on them. Hey, man. Hey, sis, you know, how's everything going? What, you know, are, do you do you need prayer? or Whatever the case may be, whatever God puts on your heart, you know. Um, but make sure you are surrounding yourself. I don't know how much I can express this on this episode, but be sure to surround yourself with people who are like-minded. Surround yourself with people that you know are going to uplift you, not only in God's word and not only to build a relationship with God, but also to do what's right. Surround yourself with people who are positive, you know, um, someone that, you know, I can go to this person for prayer or I can go to this person and tell them what's going on with my life and, you know, tell them that I'm going through it. And sometimes it's okay not to say anything. Sometimes it's okay to sit on the phone with your friend, you know, or your brothers and sisters in silence. Allow God to move you. Allow God to speak to you in that. Sometimes you are to be a listener. God listens to us all the time. And sometimes he may not say anything in that moment, but he hears us. So I would just encourage you to ask God in this time, in this moment, God, who are those that you need me to surround myself with? Who do I need to be surrounded by in order to keep my relationship with you strong? And I'm not saying that your relationship with God depends on the people that you surround yourself with, but it very much has to do with holding yourself accountable and them holding you accountable. Iron sharpens iron. You know, so I would just also ask God and pray to God, you know, who do you need me to surround? Where do you need me to be? And understand that God may place you in a situation or in a group or somewhere that you may feel uncomfortable, but God needs you there for a reason. I know I was talking to someone and they were at some gathering or whatever. And um, I know they were like, you know, I don't like being around those kind of people. And they're a believer. And I'm like, look, God, Jesus was all around a lot of people. He was around prostitutes, tax collectors, tax collectors, murderers, 
thieves. He was around all these kind of people, but he never said, I don't feel comfortable around these kind of people. Because at the end of the day, those are still God's people. But maybe God placed you in that space to encourage, to speak life into those people. So, like I said, y'all, if I don't say anything else, I just encourage you to surround yourself with people who are like-minded. Surround yourself with people who are going to hold you accountable in the word of God and your relationship with God. And ask God to put you into places and spaces where he needs you to help those who are seeking after him, may not know where to start, or they feel like giving up. And for your friends and your family, continue to be that vessel that God needs you to be for them. Because in reality, he is speaking and doing the work in you so you can do the work for him to get them to come to him. That's how it works. That's the work. That's the will of God. Bring people to me. Be my disciple and and spread my word and bring people to me. Help people to start their relationship with me. Seek after me. So I love y'all and I really do hope that y'all catch something out of this episode and I will see y'all on the next episode. All right, y'all. Bye.